This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. It seems Robot Sharon Osborne impression activated the livecast curse and gave Sharon a case of COVID. If this is how the curse works now, please Darren, don't do any more Dave Mustaine impressions. I beg you, spare his gentle, ginger soul. Just kidding. Our IP live cast starts now. Welcome. Hopefully Dave is spared. Will you stop doing Dave Mustaine impressions, Darren? Never! <laughs> and Sid, what impressions would you do to evoke the curse? I mean, all I have is the Patrick Swayze. He's already dead, so... Well, we learned, from, we learned from a drop package that we got earlier today that you have a pretty solid Barbara Walters. <laughs> She's still gonna, alive? I think so, yeah. She is still alive. We're going to hear that later. Mm. We're going to be playing a lot of drops that were sent to us. Rob, it's, it's slipping my mind. Who sent the drops over? Uh, it's slipping my mind as well. I'll look it up right now. But, but this uh, is this is one of the best drop packages we've ever gotten. It's just like professionally edited, and they're all timely. They're all I would say most of them were the, within the last year. Ooh, yeah, most. There's a few old ones as Rob pointed out, but they're very good, short, pithy, like to the point. And it's, uh, okay, so it's Dan from Montreal. Oh, okay. Thank you, Dan. Excellent work. Uh, Dan from Montreal. Montreal. Sent us a bunch of drops. He has a little message. We'll read it a little later. Uh, yeah, preview. Welcome to the yeah, welcome to the show. And I do want to start out, uh, before we get to anything, to send my best wishes to Sharon Osborne, who is currently bedridden with another case of COVID. Yeah. Uh, she's already she, had it before? I, I didn't realize She's had this. it before, allegedly. We should say that, you know, I... Even though we make fun of Sharon Osborne, there's very few people I wish illness on. There are some. She would not be one of them. Yeah. Even though I don't really care for her, but I mean, not, not fatal illness. I'd be okay with just like wishing <laughs> oh, the flu on her. No. Well, it's like a week, a week of inconvenience. I'm okay wishing that on her. Well, what about bad uh, plastic surgery? Because that's something she elected to have. I, yeah. I mean, I don't need to wish that for her. She's already got right. it. Right. Yeah, but plenty. like further incidents of it. I mean that's going to happen regardless. <laughs> but like. then, but then you can take credit for having your wishes work. Like that's not something everyone can do. Mm. I don't know. Well, we sent our best wishes to Sharon. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a quick recovery. Thankfully, she can afford the good health insurance to to be right. all right. So she can afford ivermectin. Good. She'll be okay. <laughs> If you could afford ivermectin, give us a ring. 213 Wide Nut. The phone lines are indeed open. 213 Wide Nut. That's 213 943 3688. And of course, we're on social media at RIP Livecast, basically everywhere YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. We're, all, we're live on Twitch Saturdays at noon. We, we post our video streams for free now. So if you're a longtime audio listener, you can uh, watch us now. It's very fun. It's exciting. It's crazy. The, the future is now. You get to look now. at all, all this. This is like in your face now. <clears throat> Do you think like people and I, I'll throw this out to the audience too. Mm -hmm. Like it, did anyone who listened to our show like regularly for all the 12 years that we did this without video and some of them had to not know what we look like, even though we did post things on media and stuff. 
by clips of us of images and videos but like i'm sure some of them didn't know and mm-hmm. were you surprised with what what we look like and disappointed uh, yeah. pleasantly surprised whatever it was i think I, I don't think right. i look like i sound at all dusty Rhodes muffler says rob looks like his voice i can see that is that but, uh, only since Rob went with this new '90s facial hair construction, or even? Oh yeah, I, I do want to mention I I was trying to trim my beard, and I had the wrong dial on. Oh, excuse me. Uh oh, you've been hanging out with Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> uh, I had the wrong dial on, so I accidentally went too far, and then I was like, uh oh. So I, I salvaged it by temporarily bringing back the sideburns. It's mm. very Carson Daly. And my, and my evil goatee. Yeah, you look this is also definitely little, my early aughts look. A little bit yeah. like like Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> well, what's interesting, the last time I had the goatee, my hair over here on the sides did not connect. So this is like a, a, a big advancement from, from the last time I had a goatee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dusty Rose Buffalo writes, very 2007 metal injection. I agree. It's mm-hmm. a nice throwback. Nostalgia is in right now. Sure. It's always in. It's true. Timeless. Nostalgia is timeless. In your mouth. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I do want to quickly mention that Sharon Osbourne isn't the only one that is bedridden. Here we see. Uh, oh, uh, no. Uh, That's a shame. You see, all that remains. Oh, no. Uh, Phil Abonte suffering from a stomach bug. Oh. with and, and still manages, like, again, we don't wish any ill will on anybody, but it seems like kind of a weird photo, right? I think he, sh- like, he shaves. He shaves his chest, I guess. Has to. I don't know. I mean, he also looks like he probably has like seven hairs on his chest naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's he looks naturally smooth. I mean, is, he might have alopecia, so let's not. Uh... Well, no, because he's got no, the I don't little think so. chin hair yeah. right there. Yeah, he has facial hair. <laughs> I was Eyebrows. I wouldn't give a fuck <laughs> if he did have alopecia anyway. <laughs> Still make fun of him. Unless Will Smith smacked you in the face for it. Let it, let him do something. Let's see. Let's see what you got, Will. That's what he should. He should just be the defender of all people with alopecia from now on. Yeah, he's like fifty three years old. Let's see. He's still a little older than me. I think I got. But something he did train for boxing for that Ali movie. So that was like fucking twenty years ago. Yeah, and also that's fucking movie boxing. He didn't actually. Yeah, that's like, also true. Yeah, he learned how to. But he had real look training. Like, he learned how to look like he was boxing. He yeah, no, he box. learned real boxing. Like, did you saw that? That strike he did towards Chris Rock, he put his hips into it's it. It's not like he knocked him to the ground or anything. Chris well, Rock is 117 to. pounds, and he didn't even knock Chris Rock that, over. Yeah, well, that's he true, was trying true. to slap him. He wasn't trying to punch him. And Chris Rock came right back with a retort like one second after being slapped. He didn't do shit to Chris Rock. Yeah. I don't know. I give him zero points for that slap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give him zero points because it's fucking ridiculous. And- yeah, yeah. Like, but just, like that, just but... objectively, the slap itself. Uh, just by on form. Yeah, if Darren right. was a boxing judge. Yes. <laughs> the Zero round points. is a draw. Yes. Yeah, because Chris Rock didn't land any punches. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Rose Buffer asks, what do you think about the guy at that Chappelle show? So for those of you in a time capsule, <laughs> earlier this week, Dave Chappelle was performing at the Hollywood Bowl, which is a beautiful venue that I personally have yet to attend. It's an outdoor venue in L.A. It looks really nice, very classy. Uh, and uh, he was doing a show, and then towards the end of his show, somebody ran towards the stage, ran, got on stage, ran towards him, and tackled him. Full on speared him. Uh, <laughs> and right they, had, 
So they had a fake gun that uh, had a knife in it. Which was <laughs> oh, like a, a bayonet type of thing? Yeah. No, not no, not a bayonet. It was but, a gun, but like you just like I guess pull out the front part of it and it conceals a blade. I see. Oh, there we go. There we go. So thank you for. I think. Explaining. Imagine and... if the guy ran up with a bayonet. Imagine, <laughs> imagine like next door, right. next door to the Hollywood Bowl, they were having a Revolutionary War <laughs> reenactment. It was all a big misunderstanding. No, it was a Civil War reenactment, and then somebody <laughs> saw there was a black person walking free on the stage. <laughs> they thought he was a runaway dead. slave. <laughs> but so, what was the deal with this guy? It was just like some. This dude like had put out a rap song about Dave Chappelle. So he's a MAGA guy. That's what's the what's so crazy is immediately Dave Chappelle, uh, once he recovers and like his posse grabs the guy and brings him to the back and fucks By him up. By posse, you mean hired security? Like let's not hired security and yeah. some of his friends. He's not okay. Arsenio Hall's band or anything. Posse is a loaded term. Is it? Yes. Because they lynch people. Is that the? Well, just I don't know. I just anytime I hear. The His word crew. used, it's about like a group of black people, and it just, oh, I don't know. So it's, like, it it's sounds become like, a loaded term. And, it sounds know. like you're saying they're thugged out, if you say it. Yeah, best. yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, uh, after getting beat up by his security and friends, mm-hmm. uh, Chappelle ran, immediately made a joke like, oh, that must have been a trans person. Oh, which, God. Ha, 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 ha. And that's how the media covered it when... It wasn't a left winger at all. It was a fucking kooky right winger, which is weird because Dave's like a MAGA. Person. Yeah, right. He's like I don't know. If he's, he's he's on the periphery of. Yeah. He's, I would say he's a contrarian. Yeah, sure. On the periphery. Yeah, not necessarily right. Um, no, I would but, say right wing. But uh, anyway, uh, obviously now some comedians are like, "That's it. This is oh, this is the end of stand up comedy." <laughs> like no, we well. can't even uh, and and one such person is Bill Maher. Oh no. Uh, and oh, I mean no. like we've we've mentioned Bill Maher a little bit uh in the last few weeks. <laughs> and you know, just to kind of re- recap, like the three of us in our private chat during the week, we hate Bill Maher. <laughs> like yeah. we riff we riff on what a fucking dipshit he is, right? All the time. He's so self-righteous. He I don't know why people credit him as anything but a right winger. Well, I <laughs> like told you is... in our chat why. Because he used to be left wing for a period of time. He was more to the like 20 years ago. Yeah. He I was don't even a think he was person. that left wing. I think he was center left, I would say. Yeah. And now he's know. center right. Well, his reputation then is just stuck with him. I think yeah. no, like eight people probably actually watch his show anymore. So <laughs> yeah. they just assume he's the same guy he always was. My my mother like loves Bill Maher, like adoration. Like she just fucking my mother's a huge lib. I love her. Uh, and she's right on, you know, as libs are, they're right on a number of things. It's an age thing for her age group. Yeah, he but, is yeah. pretty left wing. Yeah. Well, uh, th- so wait, she Undergun in the chat uh, asks, Dave is MAGA? And no, I don't think he ever gave Trump any sort of support. Well, I was joking that he's MAGA, yeah. but I definitely think he's MAGA adjacent. Like, I think he'd vote for Trump to protect his taxes and stuff and be like, ah, I don't not really comfortable with this, but, you know, but I'm going to do it because I'll, I'll keep more of my money. I yeah. think he would be in that MAGA zone. 
No, I don't think he's wearing antlers and like going to break wind. <laughs> yeah, he's not, yeah, he's not going to shit on Chuck Schumer's desk. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> unfortunate. So let's hear, <laughs> let's hear Bill Maher's fucking holier than thou opinion on this Dave Chappelle thing. For our final rule tonight, it's time for another edition of one of our favorite departments here on Real Time, explaining jokes to it. Oh my God! Just pause, so please. Wanna, yeah. Pause. The, just the title of this fucking <laughs> segment makes me laugh. Here's why: because. It's explaining jokes to idiots, and now he's about to explain jokes to his audience, which is braying with laughter yeah. and basically being called idiots. But anytime they don't laugh at one of his jokes, then they are the idiots. Right. And he has to explain it to them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I do think it's uh, also I want to put like I used to love new rules in college. It would be like the part of the show. This was my trajectory with Lamar. Uh, when I initially started watching it, I really like I, I like the monologue. I thought the the panel discussion was like whatever, and then I really like new rules. Then eventually it got to the point where I started to not be able to stand the monologue. I only yep. wanted to watch the panel discussion because mm -hmm. that's the only meat of the show. Yep. And I start I was like groaning at new rules, mm -hmm. and then I just couldn't watch it at all. Yeah. So I think like, of the three of us, I'm the one that's stuck with the show the longest, mm -hmm. and then even I finally gave up. Like during quarantine because it was just crying about cancel culture every episode and we, <laughs> yeah. it's just like shut up nobody cares bill well it's not Colleges like i just don't want you to perform because you're fucking old and not funny right. not because of your subject matter i don't well, it's not like anything else was going on in 2020 yeah. to talk about yeah exactly once i started being able to predict every punchline before he hit it i was like there's no use for me to watch any of his jokes you know. But that, Rob, to be fair, that might just be because he hadn't explained the jokes to you. <laughs> <laughs> Once he does that, then it's like, it's hilarious. I I think I used to think he was, like, mildly funny, but I always thought, even before he was even that, like, super political guy, I just thought his delivery was so obnoxious. Like, mm -hmm. even even when I agreed with him on something, yeah, I feel like his I, delivery. He was very, always very smug. It's like, Oh, really? You know, that whole thing where he's yeah. always lecturing yeah. you about something. Like, it's like uh, you watch that movie Religious and you almost side with the religious folks. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what pissed me off about religion. I did slog through that movie. Mm -hmm. And he's right. Like most of what he says in that movie is right. And it's yeah. still unbearable to watch. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So let's see this. <laughs> Where, as the public service, I break down jokes for the humor impaired. Oh, thank Not you. Not that I have anyone particular in mind. So for our audio listeners, it's a photo of Will Smith at the Oscars. Yeah. Hilarious. Also so timely now that it's been like a month. Yeah. And next, next to Lupita, is he saying that she's an idiot too? Oh, no, I don't now, I know we're all sick of talking about the slap, but I'm sorry, one more thing needs to be said. Comedians have been under attack for quite some time. His tribe! His tribe! He's being totally serious. Like, this is not a joke. Like, if he yeah. says he says a goof, I would be, all right, he's going somewhere for a joke. No, this is like he's doing a monologue, like a serious. This yeah. is like the vagina monologues, but done by Bill Maher. It's like the essence of his being. <laughs> and jokes must end. Pounding desk. 
So tonight, let's Zapruder film this thing once and for all Mm. and explain jokes to idiots. He... I just get like, he has some of the hackiest jokes in the business of show. And he's going to be... He's trying to act like he has... uh, Fuck off. Got a little pointer. He's already too. so proud of the concept. Look at him. Yeah. Now at the Oscars, Chris Rock came out to present a boring award and first did what he is supposed to do: get some laughs during what we comics call crowd work. No, he didn't do that. <laughs> he, he got no laughs. Also, that was not. He crowd got like work. uncomfortable, awkward laughs. Hold on, that was not crowd. Isn't yeah, crowd he's work wrong. when you ask the crowd, like do like a back and forth. There was no back and forth. It's also yeah. like. Omar uh, doesn't want to hear from the crowd, so for him, that's not crowd work. That's, <laughs> shut the fuck up! I'm talking. Crowd work is improv. You go in the crowd, you find someone, ask them like what their job is or something yeah. about their clothes, and you have a back and forth with them. This was prepared material. He had a I'd team re- of writers. I want to believe that what Chris Rock did was not prepared, because that makes it so much sadder. If those even were the still, prepared jokes, yeah, yeah. But even still, like even if he just made that up, it's still not crowd work. Yeah. It's just like him talking about the crowd yeah. that's not crowd work <laughs> crowd work is you have a, a, a rapport with the people yeah. got spritzed what does that mean <laughs> now at the oscars chris rock came out to present a boring award and first did what he is supposed to do get some laughs during what we comics award? call crowd work <laughs> look at that fake Javier Bardem each got spritzed what does that mean that they got spritzed <laughs> I, he'll explain. Made one in the- no, I think it means like hit with a joke. Yeah, this, I, yeah, this is known as a some shit is like some other shit joke. <laughs> he said to Jada Smith, "Jada can't wait for GI Jane 2 Re- recalling the late '90s movie starring Demi Moore. That's a it. joke that a That's movie joke. nobody fucking you remembers. Mother, beautiful- so, so that uh, no one gets the joke, therefore it's not funny. Uh, but that wasn't that wasn't the only part of the joke though. The, the the joke was also that like she still wouldn't be nominated for an Oscar regardless if she was did, in GAJ. He, he was what? mocking her acting ability. Wait, wait, how? How did he do Chris that? Rock? What did I miss I in that joke? That oh. he just goes Jada GI Jane two can't wait for it. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. Whole, can't wait to see it. That's was all. That the, it? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay, Beautiful, I might be conflating the joke. Star. It wasn't an alopecia joke any more than the one about the chicken crossing the road is about. Oh, Rob, Rob, food. Rob. What you're conflating it with is what he, the joke he made like a few years ago. Remember when? Oh, at the previous he, Oscars. Yeah, when yeah. she was boycotting and he, the joke was something about how she wasn't going to be nominated anyway, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. This one was not funny. And Dudorino said it's it's yeah. a ha ha you're bald joke. Not I don't agree insult, with that. I don't think he's even making humor. fun of her for being bald. I think he's just saying she has a buzz cut and Jane uh, GI Jane Demi Moore had a buzz cut and that's just a reference I'm making. I don't even think it was like saying it's bad to have that haircut. Yeah, I mean that's how I took it, but clearly uh I guess that's not how she interpreted it. I feel like, yeah, let's let's not unpack that. I want to hear what yeah, Bill yeah. let's make fun of Bill Maher and <laughs> what he's saying about it. It's also a staple of comedy. And in fact, an example of insulting someone's looks was on display that night when Regina Hall said, 
We've been dealing with COVID for two years. It's been really hard on people. And Amy Schumer said, yeah, just look at Timothy Chalamet, and they cut to J.K. Simmons. <laughs> okay. Bill, Bill now getting laughs for some just retelling someone else's joke. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the biggest laugh line of the episode. And it was just him poorly retelling an actual good joke by someone else. <laughs> While doing a school mom fucking disgusted face <laughs> yeah. and holding a pointer. <laughs> Dickhead. Who made a face a lot like the one Jada would make later on. No, it's not. It's nothing. No, Look, not at all. He's smiling. It's being yeah. a good sport, especially when you're a rich celebrity. Let the common people take the piss out of you for one stinking Wait, Chris minute. Rock isn't a common person. He's also a rich celebrity. And, and so are you, Bill. What? Well, compared to... to uh, but, but Chris Rock is a comedian. He's the voice of the people. Uh, mm, he's in touch. Yeah. Just like Bill. And importantly, Chris's joke was received as funny. No. No one laughed. Yeah. Am I wrong? No one laughed. It's evidenced by the audience and Will Smith laughing. I don't believe he laughed. I believe he laughed like, I don't get this, but I'm going to give it was you a like, it was yeah, this, this is the part laugh. where we're supposed to laugh, so we'll just yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I, think a, a, I think his reaction when he went up to slap him was totally sincere. Like, I just think he didn't get the fucking jokes. It was so yeah. stupid. And he saw his wife was mad, and he was like, yeah. oh, he's making fun of her hair. I get it yeah. now. And this is the moment where we got to see a live-action, real-time encapsulation of how cancel culture works. Oh, Look fuck Look at what off. happens next. Jada... Shoots her husband a look. Let's slow no, the tape doesn't. down to capture this moment. He just made a look. He didn't look uh, at she's not even looking at him. She yeah. didn't shoot anybody a look. She shot Chris Rock a look. Yeah. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Wow, it's not so back. Back and to the left. Timely JFK assassination reference. So well, it's even older than G.I. Jane. Yeah. And again, <laughs> this was like, why, why are they covering this now? I, I guess because of the Chappelle thing. Or is this, this might be, a, uh, I think it's a, like a this old. moment, Will is laughing oh, yeah, because right. he hasn't yet found out that his original genuine reaction is wrong and that he should conform. <laughs> but can you pause it for a second? Didn't a Will Smith thing. get canceled like more than anybody because of this though? Like for doing what he did? That and also, wait, Bill just said that everybody was laughing, but now he's saying that Will conformed by <laughs> lashing out. Wasn't him laughing the conforming? Yeah. I'm very well, confused now. Well, because the audience said, did not get the message that Jada was upset. Once they did, then they all became on her side because of cancel culture. Oh. View. <sighs> <sighs> And he's the one who's being manly? I've seen the same syndrome who's happen that? in comedy clubs. Woke hecklers who uh, literally have woke? to wait for the laughter to die down before they yell, that's not funny. Okay, and what happens? You make a joke back at them and you embarrass them. That's Yeah, the I can't believe he is calling Will Smith's behavior woke. Yeah, right. He went up and like, attacked somebody. 
Anything, anytime you're against something a comedian says, you're being woke. Apparently, that's <laughs> it. it's just like a blanket thing. Well, he's not like, a he's not used to people being awake during his sets. That's the problem. Anyone who's think, who's not I, sleeping is woke. Yeah, it's like it's one thing to lash out when somebody makes a joke about your wife. It's another to say that hey, saying you know an offensive word directed towards you know, transsexuals isn't funny, you know, or or transgender people isn't funny. Uh, so like there is a difference there, <laughs> you know, it's, it's different levels of, of allowable. And also heckling has existed since the beginning of time. Right. It's yeah. not like this is a new thing. He was okay no... with it when it was just men yelling at female comedians, show us your tits. Right. He was yeah, fine that was, that. Exactly. Now or, that yeah. Or calling a feminine, uh, you don't like it, find another business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe comedy isn't for everybody, Susan. <laughs> this war on jokes must end. Will Smith did war on jokes. Police. Honestly, the only person going to war against jokes is Bill Maher. Right. Because he's fucking yeah. assaulting yeah, them every week one. on yeah. his show. The Oscars for going Ike Turner on Chris, but Kevin Hart got kicked out of hosting it. For a joke, he didn't he get kicked no. out. He he that, that, who say also, that, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. He did right. not get kicked out for a joke. He got kicked out for refusing to acknowledge and apologize for making hundreds Man. of gay jokes. But did he even get and, kicked and out? Then, I thought he. And he did, yeah, and, and he said I, exactly. He said because they keep uh, to, to avoid any more controversy, I'm stepping down. Well. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Now, Bill Maher, you have a war on the truth. You have a war on the facts. A cancel culture isn't a real thing. Just among comedians who've gotten fired and lost gigs for exercising their freedom of expression, the toll is high. <sighs> Gilbert Gottfried and Kathy Griffin were tasteless. So what? That's why we like them. That's why you like them. Other people are allowed to not like them for that reason. But and imagine well, why does Affleck have to uh, still like Affleck is a private corporation. They could behave however the fuck they want. And yeah. Kathy Griffin is still getting work. She's fine. Yeah. She had like a bad year. Right. And she's not that funny. Anyway, what, yeah, what, also true. what would happen if uh, like someone analogous to Kathy Griffin held up a fucking Bill Maher head or something? Like, yeah. Right? He would freak the fuck out. Yeah. He would go. In fact, forget that. What if Kathy Griffin held up a sign that said Bill Maher's not that funny? That's the war on jokes. <laughs> he would be a warrior on the other side of the war on jokes. From him, and he would have to attack her. Woke culture, man. Uh. He's so proud of himself. Look at his face. Comedians are the ones testing where the line is. We can't always be perfect any more than Tom Brady will never throw in a But if there's no consequence, then what's so edgy about it? Nothing. If there's literally no risk and no downside to anything you say or do, then how is it controversial? How are you testing a line? If we agree that there is no line and you're allowed to get away with anything. Like, that's the stupid thing. Like, it's not playing with fire if there's no fire. There has to be a, a risk of getting burned. That's the whole yeah. fucking point. Not for Bill. Posting <sighs> through life, making yeah. the dollars. And it's like, look, and, and like with the Kathy Griffin thing, I will be the first one to say that it was completely overblown and ridiculous, and she didn't do anything. But if you take a step back, she is posing with a decapitated head of the president, right. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
that's right. pretty it. Like, you know, that's not nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's nothing, but like, <laughs> there is some merit to the, you know, there's like, like Sid was saying, there it is, there's a reason it's controversial. Yeah. Chappelle lost distribution for his documentary Aww. and Sarah Silverman was fired from a film over an old sketch Aww. where she wore blackface to make fun of racism. Aww. 15 Roseanne years ago, she was fired. She oh. created with her name on it over tweets that were very offensive, yeah. but not at all clear Roseanne knew them to be. What? Aww. And also, it's she called a, a black woman a monkey. Like that, like a what? And I didn't know like, it's not. Also, yeah, did Roseanne clear, say she didn't know she was black? <laughs> wasn't that her excuse that she was light-skinned yeah. so she thought she was and, white and to be clear it wasn't like an old tweet they found this was like yeah in the present day yeah. that she was saying i like, thought he was actually thing. a monkey and stuff <laughs> like okay like with the sarah silver thing i think there is a little bit of because i she was doing the blackface ironically but you know i feel like at this point as a society we all don't agree that just don't do it you and know also, so i, I I feel like a lot of this, like, it's, it's not like Sarah Silverman is box office gold. If yeah. it was Julia Roberts, they wouldn't have fired her from whatever that movie was. Right. But Sarah Silverman, they're just like, yeah, we can just get somebody else. It's fine. It doesn't really yeah, matter. It's that not much. worth the hassle. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is yeah. with all of these. Just look all, at- and it's like, how could anybody feel bad for fucking Dave Chappelle? He's, he is a hundred millionaire. He's close yeah. to a billionaire. He's fine. Right. Rob, look at that list there. He's got five things up there, right? The top four are all eminently replaceable people. And the bottom one is just, eh, the guy's got enough money. Like, who gives a fuck that he got pulled? Who cares? And it took four specials before, right? Three or four specials before this even happened. He just and I don't think the specials are being pulled. It's just whatever this fucking documentary is that I haven't even heard about. Mm -hmm. And to be clear, it's just he couldn't get funding for it so yeah. he's funding it himself yeah it doesn't mean it's not making it's not going to get done it's fine what and, a tragedy and when is bill mars show getting pulled by the way oh god <laughs> she is crazy and i say that as a friend <laughs> Woo. Woo. Roseanne. love Roseanne. all comedians are a little crazy and you need crazy on that wall Oh my God! <laughs> Did you hear that pause? Why, why yeah. are you reprimanding me? <laughs> like, fuck off! Yeah. They didn't. They did, he thought that line was so good, and there was like no one knew. Will Smith wasn't pulled off stage, but comedian Namesh Patel was literally pulled off stage during a performance at Columbia for a joke about how hard it is to be gay and black. Not an anti-gay joke, mind you, a pro-gay joke. But one of the event organizers walked on stage and said, I don't think you're entitled to certain jokes you're making. (laughs) Well, a sense of entitlement certainly is a big part of the problem here, but not on the part of the comedian. Oh, 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 it's it's a private event at a university. Did he still get paid? Yeah, I'm sure he did. It's fine. You got a break, an extra. And also, I've never in my life heard of this guy until this thing happened that Bill's bringing up. So there you go, free publicity. Yeah, and he got paid, so it's it's okay. And that's the thing: the people who can't take a joke now aren't old ladies in the Bible Belt. They're Gen Z at elite colleges. 
colleges. But can I just pause it there, please? The this there's like three of these incidents in history, and these guys <laughs> just fucking pound the drum. Like maybe each one of these, there's some merit to saying this was kind of dumb. But they act like it's an epidemic, like colleges yeah, right. across the country are doing like this. Like every college does not allow any comedian <laughs> to finish just that. So stupid. Also, nice. why is it a thing that like comedians tour at? Like, I understand touring college towns, but just the fact that colleges are paying comedians to like, is there not better things to spend yeah. tuition money on than booking exactly. fucking? Well, that's the thing. They have these crazy Jackie Fromberg for, like, for entertainment, so they overpay these comedians who would yeah. never get these guarantees otherwise. It's fucking stupid. The whole system. That whole, the whole thing is, is a stupid. fucking scam. So I don't feel bad for this guy. Like at all, it's fine. I think he's also going to get to this, by the way. I think it's just sort of a tradition, like from the 70s that and 60s and 70s, that comics would go do colleges. Yeah. And it was like a haven from like shitty audiences. Like now mm. you get to go play in front of younger people who get jokes. And now it's just not the case anymore, oh. man. You can't say anything. Kids used to go to college and lose their virginity. Now they go to lose their sense of humor. The funny thing, you know what the funny thing is to me? And I've listened to like endless, countless podcast interviews with comedians talking to each other about all sorts of stuff about the job of being like a touring comedian, blah, blah, blah. And all like the old school type guys like Bill Maher, they all shit on like alt comedy clubs. You know, you know what, which ones I'm talking about? The ones where everybody that goes to the show is a comedy nerd. It's not like a fucking Times Square comedy club where just random tourists show right, up. Right. It's like comedy nerd comedy clubs. And they all shit on those places because they say it's too easy. Everybody there is so supportive of all your jokes and your material. There's no like real work. There's no the like effort to get the laugh. Yes. They all more look up to and admire the comedians that could play the clubs where like it's non-comedy fans and you have to actually push back again. And it's like you don't know that you're going to get an, a friendly audience. And now those same fucking guys are whining about not having friendly audiences that they could safely <laughs> be playing in front of. That's a good so point. Like, what the fuck yeah. do you want? What do you want? <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, I think, yeah, like Rob said, I think it's harder to get a laugh. They might not, they might be less likely to boo you and throw things at you. That's, yeah. that's fair to say, but I think it's still a, a higher bar to get a joke across. And also everyone's heard every joke. So you have to yeah. be really original. Like you can't modify yeah. someone else's joke. You can't Carlos Mencia. Like yeah. you can't do any of that shit. Cause they're, they're, uh, you'll be on their radar. You know? Yeah. Can you, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. How sad he is. Vice recently interviewed college bookers who revealed that before a comedian even takes the stage, they're asked to edit out anything from their act that may cause offense, leaving a world where more. And more wow. What is it like? Yeah. And and oh you're getting God. so much fucking it's money. Private so that's big. your choice. This yeah. happened. Like, what are you talking about? They're acting like like comedians just can't do their material. That comedian can take that money and then spend a whole week getting paid nothing and going to mm -hmm. comedy clubs in the city and saying whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Like, come on. El said, really, oh, sorry. Sorry, let me just make this point. Sure, the one thing that really bothers me about these guys, like, the people that try to make this point is, like, there's no one there to give them the, like, other viewpoint. There's no one there to counter what they're saying. Right. So they're just so they're complaining about echo chambers, but they're in the biggest echo chamber. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Now, what was Duderito saying? Oh, well, I was going to say I will get to his comment at the end of the Bill Maher thing, but I'll read it now. Okay. What, what's your guys' opinion of Robert Downey Jr. as a whole in light of him doing Tropic Thunder? Which, if you don't know, he he wears blackface basically throughout the whole movie. But that's also like a joke about the actor. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a great use of blackface, and it's it's really ridiculing blackface. It's like ridiculing any white person who wears blackface. And horribly. also, did Downey Jr. suffer any negative? No, no. But I think it's from doing it. Like, but also, it, I think I I think now that wouldn't have been done. Yeah, I think I now agreed. it's just. Everyone kind of agrees that there is no instance where it is okay for a white person to do blackface. And even when you're trying to do the kind of commentary that Downey Jr. was doing in the movie, which I found funny. But again, I never had to suffer from the, you know, shame and like the yeah, we're about your white of, of blackface. So it has no negative effect for me. So who am I to say yeah. that? It's fine. I can under if a black person says that, like it, it makes them feel uncomfortable, like that. That's enough for me. But you know? I've never seen like every time Tropic Thunder comes up on Twitter or something. In the replies, there's like dozens of black people that are all like, "That shit was funny." Because... Yeah, I don't know that anybody's actually upset about that. Yeah, I've yeah. never, I've never heard any controversy about it. I think that that Tropic Thunder thing is something conservatives always bring up to 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 that they claim people are upset about it and right nobody like white, like white chicks yeah. they, they always bring up white chicks as well like oh well what about white that's white face you know well that's whatever. different there were no white minstrel shows yeah and also yeah. that movie made 75 cents so. <laughs> no it made a lot of money oh, did it really i thought it made it made it back into the black but oh that's you know what i mean it made <laughs> it made money it definitely it was profitable i don't think it was like a huge hit but let's yeah. see two more minutes of this fucking oh boy <laughs> are off limits and soon there'll be nothing left to joke about oh. except airline food and starbucks getting your name wrong what a choice what Which, a choice. by the way bill maher still makes airline food jokes yeah he just did yeah. <laughs> airline food and uh starbucks those are his go-to references judd apatow has an awesome new documentary coming here to hbo about george carlin owner of the most famous 180 in comedy history when he turned his back on a lucrative career in nightclubs in order to let his hair down and be himself in front of a younger crowd who welcomed irreverence. In 1970, George said, I gotta go to colleges. I belong with people who are open and will let me be myself and experiment. Oh, George. Oh, oh Bill. He's gonna lecture George in the grave. You're dead. Oh. <laughs> I got a problem with that, because like Bill Maher is talking about how you have to be counterculture and you have to go against all this and all this guy did was fucking like repeat state department propaganda of the u.s for like the last five and a half years like how Bill is Martin, he yeah yeah not george carlin how is he the how is he the counterculture guy he's like the stenographer of fucking jen pisaki how is he how is he the counterculture guy because today, the seven words you can't say on TV are Jada can't wait for G.I. Jane, too. Mm. What? That's eight <laughs> words, by the way, dipshit. <laughs> so stupid. And you can say them he because you said them. Yeah. are constantly yeah. demanding an apology for jokes. Maybe it's you who should apologize to us. 
Oh, oh boy. For all the great jokes that we never got to hear. Oh, oh no. Thoughts that were never uttered. Those are the invisible scars of oh, cancel culture. Oh, Let's have a moment of silence for that. And a this is an anti-abortion argument, but for jokes. Oh, my God. These jokes never got born. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spot in the in-memoriam package. Why don't you write some fucking jokes so they can get born and be heard? Yeah. That are good. For all the viable jokes that could have lived. Free speech is over. Hold on. This First of all, look at that image. Heads. Free speech, 1789. So before 1789, there wasn't any free speech. First of all. No other country in the world had free speech mm -hmm. before the United <laughs> States, and it died in 2022. So we yes. can't. So but finally, with a slap. Yes. Not that, with yeah, anyone we, getting locked up or anything like that. Will Smith ended it. It's like once he did that, it was over. You can't say anything anymore. And said, "Are you sure you want to risk saying that? That's self-censorship, the worst kind of all." Ugh. But you will get none of that on my new HBO special. <laughs> it's called Adulting. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You can stop, stop now. Cut him off. Well, I, I, him. I do, I do want to show a little bit of cancel culture. Oh, why? A bit, a well, bit how of much a comedic offensive. Choice. But, I mean, I'm a little squishy and always have been because they told my mother after my sister, very difficult birth, she shouldn't have another one. So knowing that I could have been on the cutting room floor, I'm... <laughs> She got a laugh. Doesn't know what to do. But I get it. As long as it's still in you, your mom made her choice. Yes. And we're all here with the consequences of that choice. Look how mad he is. Look how mad he is. How dare someone else get a laugh on my show? And not only that. I just want to say. First of all, fuck you. <laughs> Look at how mad he is. So oh, mad. Oh, how dare they? This is cancel culture, Bill. Let people make jokes. God just pause it. Pause it. I want. I want God, to God point out. Her. He's not. He got mad. He got extremely mad. Yeah. And then he tried. He. Tr you know, like when you trip and then you take it into a little jog. I meant he to do that. Yeah. He tries to spin it into he's joke mad. Yeah. And he's like, hey, fuck you, audience. Like joking, but he's not no. joking. He's yeah. so mad. Love you, Katie Porter. She get, wait, she gets another little zinger in there. You want to go back? Thanks like for having seconds? you. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mom with three kids. It isn't easy. But the point is, well, she and your father, and she made her choice. Yeah, I... <laughs> fucking Bill Bond. Yeah, bitch. What a fucking dickhead. The worst. <laughs> but HBO just won't let him go. I mean, I guess people watch this stupid thing. It's wild. A lot of lips. Yeah, I guess his age demo isn't really cord cutters. Yeah. Surprised they have premium television, though, with some rabbit ear antenna. From one dipshit to another. Let's talk about this. Oh, I thought you meant me. My favorite feud this week is Ted Nugent versus Joan Jett. I really like this. Ted Nugent, you know, he has a pity. Oh. Hello, an opinion on everyone, and uh, you know, easy to easy to get clicks to, to write about his his stuff. Like he, anytime any rock star dies of any sort of overdose, there's always a Ted Nugent quote about how little sympathy he has for them because he's drug free. Because Ted Nugent has never done anything he bad in his life. On beef jerky <laughs> and, and Rogaine. 
13 year old cooch. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't know what yeah. to do on that. He's got a high tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, there was, you know, he has a weekly podcast or some shit. What? And there was there was a list of the greatest uh, rock guitarists. And in December, he, he started talking all the shit uh, because Joe Jett was put on the list. And for you to not think Joan Jett belongs on the list of greatest guitarists is bullshit because she's fucking iconic. You know, she's yeah. wrote some of the biggest riffs of all time. So fuck a yeah. fuck off Ted Nugent. Which and look, to be fair, Ted Nugent's written some admittedly good riffs, which I, it pains me to say that. He's but a savant. He's like Mustaine, but worse than Mustaine. But yeah. he's like in that same lane. He's a great, great musician, and but he's a huge shithead. So uh in December he said, You have to be shit, you have to have shit for brains, and you gotta be soulless, soulless prick to put Joan Jett on the list. Uh, but later he said in the stream that he thinks Jet is a quote great rock and roller, which is my one of my least favorite phrase. Why is that? Rock and roller? That doesn't just doesn't sound right. About Ayatollah of rock and roller. Well, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> New Day doubled down in that stance in January in, in an interview with the Real Music Observer, saying, "Quote: I started off by praising Joan Jett's genuine shit kicker, down to earth, all American rock and roll credentials. How on God's green earth could someone listen to what I say and then claim it's about hate and knocking and belittling? She's the real rock and roll McCoy, but belonging on the top 100 guitar player list anywhere on the planet Earth." Even Boring Stone before genuine guitar virtuosos of the sixth string? That's my statement. I was only using Joan as an example because she happens to be the perfect one. Okay, so if if I understand, maybe I can be the Nugent Whisperer here, but I think he's saying that a list of best rockers is different from a list of technical shredding, and he interpreted this list as the best shredders, and she's not that. Does that sound accurate? Uh, yeah, yeah that seems it's like somewhere. I think it's somewhere in that thing, but also it's like, who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, a list no one cares law. about. Yeah. I mean, how uh, often does he get to opine on some guitar shit in the news? You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is his moment to shine. Uh, so, Jet, Joe Jet had little patience for Nugent's patronizing ways. And she's quoted as saying, Is that his implication? That he should be on the list instead of me? (laughs) Jet asked after NME told her about Nugent's side remarks. Well, that's just typical, she says. It's what I've dealt with my whole life, being written off. Ted Nugent has to live with being Ted Nugent. (laughs) Which is what a fucking badass insult. (laughs) He has to be in that body, so that's punishment enough. (laughs) (laughs) Jet continued to bring the heat with perhaps the best insult in recent history, this article writes, this is the guy who shit his pants, literally, so he didn't have to go into the army. (laughs) And uh, the the article writes, in 1977, Nugent infamously claimed that he abandoned all personal hygiene procedures, including defecating in toilets, to avoid the Vietnam War draft. And so... uh, after these comments went viral about how he admitted to shit his pants to get out of which I want to again I want to put have an aside here 
He did just one in, good thing in, in his life. In a bubble, <laughs> in a bubble, avoiding being drafted. There's, in my opinion, nothing wrong with avoiding being drafted to, to Vietnam. Agreed. I would have, I would have shat my pants as well. I mean, I uh, think I would have found a better way to get out of it. I would have found some, but I'm saying like cleaner. That's okay. Why it's so comical that Ted Nugent shat his pants. Because this is Mr. Brave Patriot. This is mm-hmm. Mr. Number One American who will who who loves this country, and yet he won't fight for his country. He's he won't hypocrite. fight for these freedoms that he he can't shut the fuck up about. He's happy to send other guitarists to die in this place. But I have a question: Was Ted Nugent like? I I mean I don't feel like I was conscious of this stuff back when he was a big big star, but. Was he always a reactionary or was he this is like becoming old and becoming like this? Was he always a patriotic, whatever, MAGA dipshit? I think it was more so later in life, for sure. So like at the time of the war, was that actually a principled protest or is it like just being a pussy? And I don't know. Not wanting. I don't know if it was principled. <laughs> that's what I, I mean i don't know but was he like was he more left-leaning then is my point i don't know, oh, that I don't I don't know. know. yeah that i don't know i don't have enough of a knowledge of i the, think the what it was was that they had just opened up a new junior high school on his block yeah. he's like i can't go to fucking vietnam now it's like the timing's too good and that's the <laughs> thing but with all yeah especially with all the other like guys in his age group yeah being the war you got he's a free reign it's like an empty grocery <laughs> store <laughs> going to go be the music teacher at that school <laughs> uh and so i love that so now after she fucking made him look like a dipshit uh-huh. uh he in a recent stream goes i love her music joan i love you it's real rock and roll awesome plus i love lesbians i think it's cool oh boy thanks thanks howard Stern. uh glad that on- you, they got your approval he goes on to say, uh, I said nothing but nice things about her. However, Joe Jet can't be. On, <laughs> I said nothing but nice things about her. However, yeah. Joe Jet can't be on the top 100 guitar players in the history of rock and roll before Rick Emmett of Triumph. She can't be. And Who? Joey Mitchell's of on what? To the, the comic dog with the yeah. guitar? <laughs> Joni Mitchell's the on the list, that? but not Derek St. Holmes? No. Is that that the guy from uh, Spinal Tap, Derek St. Holmes? (laughs) White Stakes, John Sykes, Chris Duarte, or Jimmy McCarty? I love you, Joe, but you're not a better guitar player than any of these guys. And she just attacked me. Yeah, good. I said there are a lot of killer guitar players, and Joan is a good guitar player. She made great music. It's not as adventurous as I like, but she's awesome. (laughs) So she's viciously attacked me personally, saying I was jealous because I was not on it. I never mentioned I should be on it. With all respect, Joan, I love you. I said I love her, but she's on the greatest guitar list, but Derek isn't. Medlock, what an old man. What an old fucking man. Like, yeah. this is such a, who knew? It's the I think you should leave sketch with uh, Tim Heidecker amazed that nobody knows all these old-time jazz musicians that he's referencing. Just throwing out these guitarists that literally only he has heard of. Noah and, would be nodding in agreement. Ah, uh, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Fucking Joan Jett, fuck out of here. I well, also it's funny to me that like he's like a total like twenty years. If he was born twenty years later, he'd be like a shit poster on Reddit. Like, excuse yeah. me, <laughs> this is not a shredder. 
The thing about him loving lesbians is that they they have to be under eighteen. If they're, they're lesbian relationships are okay until you're an adult, and then it's just against God. <laughs> well, no, I think he's more okay with it as an adult because he's not trying to date those women anyway. Right, less competition. Yeah. He wants well, to get you before you've decided to swear off men when you're young enough. He just wants to thin the pool because there may be there may be some predators in the in the lesbian pool yeah. of adults. So maybe he has less predator competition <laughs> if they're pairing up with each other. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the nuge. Well, it's nice. It's nice for the nuge to get a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. Um. Have you guys seen the new Batman movie? The Batman? Yeah. yeah. The new The Batman? Yes. Uh, I was, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still getting through it. <laughs> I like, yeah. I, one thing that's great now is learning that if a movie is three hours, I have no intention of seeing it in a theater and I will just watch it as if it is a miniseries on HBO. And it, <laughs> it works, it works much better that way. It's much more tolerable. But so I just wanted to mention one little thing. And this really isn't, that much of a spoiler uh you know the movie is kind of shot like a noir which i like and i i think stylistically it's very intriguing uh certainly at least 45 minutes of the movie can be cut but the thing that kind of throws me off is like the whole vibe of the movie is like this is real this is ha- like this this is a set we're setting a setting that's real and it's ha- like there's a scene where you know somebody just gets uh someone just got killed and it's you know all the cops are there and it's a very serious scene and you see all these people looking serious and then they cut to a guy in a bat suit yeah. <laughs> like it's so serious and then they're in the middle of this very very serious movie there's a guy in a costume and it, it just continually throws me off like yeah. like I, it, it becomes farcical almost because right. it's like it's I like, do okay, recall chuckles in the theater during that scene with the you, you so it's very, it's very early in the movie, yeah, 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 it's very, very early in the movie, but constantly, <laughs> like constantly throughout the like, the, there's a scene where, uh, you know, Batman and Catwoman are get into a bit of a tussle, mm-hmm. and it's in a in a private residence, and all I can think of like if a security guard were to just walk in right now and <laughs> be like, uh, excuse me, like this yeah. isn't the place to be doing this, like this go, fetish porn that you're shooting. Go do your fetish porn else. Like it's so absurd. And look, I'm a wrestling. Fan. Isn't like, that I, I, I love absurd? Well, I yes, think it was but- a big problem with the Nolan movies too, which is when you try to make these movies gritty and realistic you calling attention to the fact that really the premise is ridiculous exactly and so, it's like if you're gonna make a real make a realistic movie this is you know like don't don't make a batman movie make a noir you know why does it have to be batman well yeah but also if you want to make a batman movie fine but do it like somewhere between the adam west one and the other one like you know what i mean make it a little funny make it like the Avengers are, I'm not sorry, more like um, Iron Man, a level of funny. Like that's dotted yeah. with humor, you know? It's like make it a little less serious, and then it's not so stupid that the guy's running around with a bat suit, really. I mean, serious, I'm being serious. I know it's funny, but like I, I just, I don't know. Dusty Rose Buffer says, make it Sin City. I honestly thought that like this movie really took a lot of inspiration from Sin City, Sin City yeah. minus the, the color palette. I mean, really, it took inspiration from the Nolan Batman movies. It just mm-hmm. felt like a fourth one of those. Yeah. 
I think that um, big time Tommy should just be the Riddler. Just riddle me this, Batman. Why do people drive on a parkway? <laughs> a park on a driveway. That's your thought of the day. <laughs> he's the Riddler, but he's built like the Penguin. <laughs> Speaking of movies, can I just say that I had a weird dream last night that the two of you were in? Can I share this very quickly? Uh, okay, sure. It's not a very long-winded thing, but the premise of the dream was that apparently Darren was making a bunch of short films, and he sent us the link to the latest one. And I, in this dream, got very mad because Darren had a full... Fr- Darren was also in the movie. He's He stars in the short films that he makes. And he had a full frontal nude scene. And I got very mad because I was like, this is like the third one in a row where your dick is in it. Why do you keep making us look at your dick? Wow. And that was the whole dream. <laughs> oh, I didn't answer you? You were Lou- the Louis C.K. of short filmmaking, but oh. just to me and Rob for some so reason. It's- Louis C.K. does it. It's a really short film. <laughs> I would not do that. I'm not that out of my body. Like, what is your dream telling you? I like, what does Darren's dick represent? I don't like know. Him having his dick out. <laughs> like, what? Like, what, I don't know. what is the yeah. metaphorical dick that Darren constantly keeps whipping out? I mean, usually, you feel <laughs> usually in dreams, like a dick doesn't mean a dick. So maybe it means something else. And when you do dream about sex, it's something other than a dick, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if any listeners have any interpretations of the dream, they could okay. email in, or maybe we'll post the we'll break out this clip and post it on social media and ask for interpretations. So okay, Dusty Here said it was a TikTok that I made. <laughs> that's my TikTok account. TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the meaning the meaning of a dream about seeing male genitalia in a in a dream symbolizes strength. Power, accomplishment, ambition, intimacy, and above all, focus on feeling a sense of potential frustration. Oh, oh! So what I'm getting from this is that Sid admires all these qualities in me and really hates himself because because he doesn't like having good feelings about somebody. That's (laughs) if you see if you see the genitalia of other people in your dream. Okay, it can mean potential confusion. There are times when we are growing and we feel as if our body is not enough. Having these types of dreams is actually common. It's a simple way for your body to cope. (laughs) So I'm going through puberty? Is that what's happening? All right. Cool. (laughs) Better late than never. Yeah. Excited to have hair growing on my hair. Do you remember? Like, was this just footage of me standing with my penis out or was it like a, a plot to it i assume there was plot to it i don't recall it feels like it wasn't first person like i wasn't in it watching the video i was watching my reaction wow. to having watched the video so i don't i, I, I don't know <laughs> oh well i was just mining for ideas maybe i could <laughs> come up with something good from that <laughs> So here's yeah. another here's another portion of this that might relate. Uh, seeing the male manhood of somebody you know, the mailman, <laughs> male manhood <laughs> of someone you know in waking life during your dream or someone popular suggests that someone you know is going to share their secrets to you and perhaps even more than you want to hear. So could it be that Darren is an oversharer? Is that true? Not at all. 
We talk about sports a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was very confused. I still am. Any other dream experts? Yeah. If there are any, I, any dream experts, give us a, a, an email, uh, ripalivecast at gmail.com, or if you're listening live, 213 Wide Nut. That's 213 943 3688. Sid, you can rest assured I will not be showing you my penis in real life. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. I mean, if it's an artistically done, I wouldn't. But if it's over and over and over, eventually I'm going to get a little. I just, up probably. I'd rather people focus on who I am as a person. Your eyes are up here. Yes. <laughs> I just never, I don't really, think, I think I have a very average penis and I've never, not like ashamed of it, but it's just not like photo worship worthy or anything. <laughs> I don't really do dick pics and stuff like that. It's just whatever. It's just the tool to get the job done. Hello. It's not. Uh, it's not like a wonderful penis or a terrible penis. It just is. <laughs> let's bro. Let's just stay quiet and have the rest of the show is just Aaron <laughs> talking about his dick for another half hour. No, I'm done. Oh, I was gonna let you keep going if you wanted to. I don't really. It's like I said. It's kind of unremarkable. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about it. But I don't want that to feel like it's something bad. It's just, you know, it's whatever. You've accepted it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never going to have a porno horse cock. <laughs> but it's also That's a drop. It's also not anything to be ashamed of either. Also, yeah, I, I find that a lot of people don't necessarily like a porno horse cock. You know, it's, it could be a little intimidating and a little overwhelming. Yeah. Is that the name of Sean's new band? Intimidating and overwhelming? No, porno horse cock. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, let's talk about these drops. Let's hear yeah. these drops. So they're from Dan from Montreal. Uh, and uh, he wrote a little uh, message. Dan from Montreal here. Long time, long time. So I've been sitting on a two-year pile of drops that I could never find the time to edit. With Noah leaving the show, Rob revealing the hickey. Mazel tov, by the way. All the best, Rob. Oh, thank you. And with the landmark 666 episode coming up. Oh, this was a few weeks ago, so it already happened. Uh, I decided to get my head out of my ass and tackle it. Hope you guys enjoy them. And thank you for the countless hours of laughs and smiles throughout the years. Well, thank you, Dan. So let's hear these Dorinsky. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm playing them. You're playing them. That is correct. I thought you do. So I have a question now. So um, he he sent us a file in addition to all of them separately. He sent us a file of all of them strung together in a row. Would you rather hear that? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. I think I'd rather hear them separately because when we listened before we started the broadcast, our laughter drowned out some of the drops. It just kept going. And oh, going okay. And going. All I'd right. So yeah, when it's proper right. respect. So we'll start with the Rob ones, and here we go. Oh, I can't. Rob, can you just play it? I'm having like a little technical difficulty here. Uh, Would you mind I doing that? Play it. I cannot. Oh. All right. Well, let me see. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Give us a moment here. And uh, while that happens, while while uh, Durinsky figures it out, I want to mention that you know we do have a Patreon. If you'd like yourself just a little more live cast, we have two extra episodes a month that you can listen to on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/RAPLivecast. It's five bucks a month, gets you access to our entire archive of bonus episodes. We have about like at least 50 in the can. We have watch-alongs, we have uh, roundtable discussions, and everybody's favorite. Livecast Meme Hall of Fame, where we revisit 
some classic characters from the live cast uh, past and uh, and go into deep discussion about them. And, and we've revisited Douglas Levison, Shlomo. We've revisited the IO Digital Cable commercial. Queen of Patty. <laughs> Queen of Vagina, your boy Bangs. Lots of really, really fun discussions. We have a whole episode, not even in the Hall of Fame, on Mike Francesa. <laughs> Mike Francesa, which is my favorite episode that I feel that we've done. And uh, and plenty of other stuff. So check out our uh, check out our Patreon for that. Patreon.com slash RIP guest. I think I have solved this problem, but I have a question. Excellent. Do you want Darren, Sid, Rob, or Noah drops first? Let's start with the Noah. Noah. Okay, stand by. Let's see if this works. I was humping a bear that I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep playing them unless someone has a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Camp Pooper. <laughs> Baba Waba. <laughs> Sitting on like a sweaty bench with my bare ass. <laughs> I'm a fan of big bushy eyebrows. How about you, Rob? Big bushy eyebrows. Yeah, I like them. And the butt juice. <laughs> How about when that? I'm Rob? Not a fan play. of that. Oh, sorry. When I'm thinking of butt play. <laughs> Clean and jerk. I can't find cocoa puffs. <laughs> you know, Rob also gets boners while he does coke. <laughs> Is that true? Mm, it's hard. But yes, <laughs> exactly. It's hard to get you hard. Love oh. cow's milk. Oh, sorry, I'll play that. Again. But you love cow's milk. <laughs> I, I've actually I've given up a lot of it. I, I, I don't have much. Yeah, I'm an oat milk guy. What? Genital crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggle weed in my ass crack. <laughs> Daddy Carlos. <laughs> what? Now, this one is named uh, Darren Come. I don't know what that means, but we're going to find out. Right. For 165, you can have Darren Come. Oh, it must be our Patreon tier. <laughs> yeah. Right. For 165, you can have Darren Come. Probably meant I come somewhere and do something. Yeah. Got to get that crack. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> Came to us in our dreams, just like how you learned to jerk off. <laughs> what? We're edging here. I think I know what that means. The dream one. I think I told a story that I, I figured out how to jerk off because it, I of my wet dreams. I guess <laughs> I figured out that I could do it, like and rub myself and make it happen wakingly. So I'm not the only one having dreams about your penis. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 35 years ago, maybe. Oh, time is a flat circle. Oh, sorry. What'd you say, Sid? Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Elizabeth paid me $40. Okay. I'm a fecal woman. <laughs> I remember when Rob was in an ecstasy fever dream. I can't tell, but I am on the floor right now, pantless. Oh. Let me just gush for a little bit. And there's also a haboob season. It like, it, it like a hard dick. <laughs> That's not I mean, I just always knew about like sex and jerking off. I slept in that hole. I saw a picture of your hot bod. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. So that juicy. Yeah. That was very juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me. I, I like having it on me for a little bit. Oh. You think he sings her that song when he fucks her? She can lick my neck anytime. Mm. We're learning about Rob's nut cadence right now. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I made friends in the parking lot to make the long story short. Shit particle somewhere that's left over. What else do you take off? <laughs> I don't know if I would want you guys coming over and seeing my poop rags. What <laughs> it was like oh. worm in your poop. Shit is a very dirty word, Sid. How long are your pubes? <laughs> do a puff puff pass, yes. Punch Rob right in the dick. They just shoot bullets up my puss. <laughs> it means that we're raw dogging it. Oh. Ready to blow their load. No, it's uh. real, Darren. <laughs> uh. Start playing on it really, really slowly. Sneezed out of your butthole. Wouldn't pooping be hard underwater? Rob likes to swim with diapers. <laughs> All we need is poop. It was black and thick. This guy came from his asshole. What? What do you mean it's tight? Yeah, I mean, it is tight. <laughs> oh, you don't remember his name, but you remember his tits. Those little hand towels? Mm -hmm. Either cum or poop. <laughs> I'm getting a little turned on. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah. Whoa, Robert! Mm -hmm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yes, daddy. You like that, Sid? I love it. <laughs> all right. That's all the Noah ones. So what do you nice. want to wow. go next here? What's Let's the next? Darren. Darren. The next. Let's see here. Here we go. $7 handjob. <laughs> I would have to take a shit. This is a gangbang featuring all Asian men. <laughs> you could just cut up any sexual jeopardy quote. Yeah. Know? Who has the bigger cack? <laughs> he skips ass day. <laughs> Rob, you're not rotating the babe of the day. <laughs> Who's the, just the, the best farter? <laughs> just one big hole, big brown hole. A slice of bread around your cock. <laughs> Tossing salad just after breakfast. And then it started feeling good. So I'm like, what's this? And then like I busted a nut. <laughs> butt tumor flirt. Butthole butt flavored pizza. Camera up the pooper. I just can't handle it anymore, man. Cat hair and your pooper. Oh boy. Chin pussy. Direction of clits and throats. <laughs> I have no control over my bowels whatsoever. Have you ever had um like a cum blob? Yeah, I'm the daddy. Just show up, fuck the girl, and leave. <laughs> But yeah, it's like his deep toilet thoughts, you know. Let's play some ding-dong footage. Drinking or eating semen. I just want to do my drugs! Oh, that was me telling a story about my friend Danny. If you remember that one. No, you're a fucking dumb fuck! <laughs> I think I jerked off when I was 10. Can we do a True. farewell show for your butt cheek? I'm proud of my farts. I'm just trying to feel her up. The grandpa wanted to see him whacking it. These fucking people are moving in here. They're all these Chinese restaurants. You know what I'm saying? There's no Gabagool stores anymore. <laughs> Is the place for the, uh, with the helpful Hagelman. <laughs> I'm having, having a lot of gas pain. And then I have yeah, fucking glue in my underwear. <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd like to perform cunnilingus on you. <laughs> Hoist by your own petard. If your penis looks like Haladiet, see a doctor immediately. <laughs> if I had wrinkles <laughs> on my ass, I wouldn't put Haladiet on it. Oh boy, look at all this shit I found in here. Instant boner reduction. But then again, it might. 
pub searching through Italian fetish porn and, you know, like jerk off together. Jews are all going around sucking baby penis. <laughs> Not going to touch that. It's a little bit sugar in the kippy. Just let it rip, you know, when you have to. It's okay. Travel to Mexico and get some drugs. Robin, MGK's music is so wonderful. It'll bring your titties back. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he's all right. My cunt is all right. God, I made a mistake. Okay, Rob. It just, my whole mouth just looks like a pussy. <laughs> you have a dream about that? <laughs> I will now. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Fuck them. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I want us to nest together. What? This is not good. I don't think I ever shit in the ocean. <laughs> Are you like like a papa bear now? Praise Allah. <laughs> Allah Pugachova is what I mean. Penis worms. <laughs> Two names you will not find in the Pentateuch. <laughs> we are going to play us on a Halloween as soon as I come back from the Peshkadil. <laughs> Check your piss privilege. I love Trump. Trump is great for black people. <laughs> <laughs> and it was raining shit I was ripping some ass Rob's preparing to go show us his sack ladies and gentlemen <laughs> wait we're gonna have sex now oh charred shriveled penis lights on lights off doesn't matter <laughs> it's pronounced fecal and spit in her butt whoa what's that moan spit here? in her butt <laughs> you know how far your splooge limit is. Steak and kidney pudding. So some kid's trying to break into my sub's cock. Thank you, Sabaro, daddy. <laughs> and he put a, a tampon up his ass and I got arrested. <laughs> Get all excited about that tank museum. Tapped that ass and left. It went in through my ass. I've been waiting four hours to rape this guy. Where the fuck is he? <laughs> You got a tip, Sid. Don't be a cheap fuck. <laughs> he poops like you got three assholes. An anal is actually a triple. <laughs> Unlock his penis. Do you remember that? I was telling a story about my friend who he claims that the bases. Oh, that's right. Like the triple, the anal should be the triple. <laughs> it's the hardest. Yeah. It's harder to hit than a homer. <laughs> Use my arsehole as a cunt. You know, we're watching a porn scene here. A willy club. Put it on your willy. And then I was rubbing my penis instead of my leg. I'm too like who's tired. <laughs> Rob's balls are also on the dark net. Oh, well, that's it. That's it for me. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> you're getting into the Darren ones. All right, we send Rob. Let's do Sid. Sid's next. Here we go. Oh, she thought I was jerking off all those times. <laughs> Son, your dad just likes to fuck apples. Sid has the most random drops of anything. Even if I eat beef regularly, it it comes right out of me. (laughs) If I pooped boogers? Uh, Fucking boomer. (laughs) How many angels could he fit in his box? That's about my princess. He's a toy, but he's a boy. Somebody suck that baby's dick. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he definitely wants to jerk off with you. I don't like the nipples. Don't masturbate so much. It's doo doo, baby. <laughs> on the back by the dumpster. It's a false flag fecal attack. <laughs> Do you want to like go with me somewhere and we could like jerk off together? Like, damn, that guy's hot. <laughs> Whoa. 
Had you done any butt fucking? No. Okay. <laughs> Noah loves the kosher D. This is true. <laughs> I'm not saying don't use lotion. <laughs> like, man, the, the meat here is so fresh. You know, one more load, Rob. <laughs> I also peed in that pool. <laughs> no, no poop adventures this time. Got to rub one out quick because it might yeah. be your last. <laughs> Fuck off, Shannon. <laughs> it was inconsistent. He was a streaky pooper. What would uh, you be the goat of, Rob? Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that again. What would uh, you be the goat of, Rob? Sexually. <laughs> I think this is Sid saying Shashua Shashusits. I do want to say, I oh, believe, sorry, sorry uh, my response to Sid <laughs> is in my drops. We'll get to it. Go ahead. Oh. Shashua Shashusits. Oh, that was Barbara Walters saying Shashua <laughs> James Hadfield, sure, no, 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 hey. <laughs> Ejaculate on the snare drum. I like them young, tight queens. This one is again Sid's Barbara Walter impression. Now I once had a twisome with Wee Mazui. <laughs> All time favorite. What is Got that vintage Celta coming out of your nips? What did you say, Sid? <laughs> What's the context of the Lee Mazui reference? I think we were remember? talking about we started doing a mashup of Barbara Walters and Mike Francesa. Like if she mm. was on, she was. We we said that I think we said Chris Russo talks like Barbara Walters. Uh. <laughs> So then we imagined her doing the show with him instead of Mad Dog. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. That's what my faulty brain is saying. Okay, back to this. Got that vintage seltzer coming out of your nips. You want good virgins. Yeah, after that you could die. (laughs) Want to. There's never been a time I've been in a beach or a pool that I haven't pissed. Mm, Are you whacking it? That's all of Sid. Not down to Rob. Rob has the most, I think. Here we go. I'm alive. <laughs> Mom, if you mess with me, it's all over. Gonna mess you up like Ala Pugachova. You. <laughs> and semen from the anus. I'm not a ball smasher. What does that mean? Do you remember? Well, maybe if I do some heroin first. It sure makes me go to the bathroom. I feel like that was a whole conversation. Listen to this. I'm not a ball smasher. Well, maybe if I do some heroin first, it sure makes me go to the bathroom. (laughs) Get the fuck out of the bathroom and I'll go. Well, Benjamin, do you want to make me horny, Benjamin? (laughs) Ah, bitch. You're a bitch. Oh, Oh. And I like butts. I touched his butt. Take a look at your butthole. Okay, okay. Calm down. Chasseurs, chasseusets. I love that cocaine. Your cock is mine now. (laughs) Carpet cunt. Is there are an insane amount of crabs? <laughs> oh, it just oh, creepy. Oh, she sent me a few, and then I cried. I'm creeping into daddy territory. Wait, sorry. Dog diarrhea smells. <laughs> I choose to get high. Oh, pick these nuts. Sounds delicious. 
Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, so grandmas can't have butt play? (laughs) Defending the rights of grandmas. There, look at my fat face. Get over it, Pazbani. I am a giving lover. (laughs) No, I know, I know. I I, I had a good time. I deserve (laughs) better than that, which is why I got off. (laughs) Looks like it's ham. And yeah, maybe they're all giving each other handies. What I actually like is stuff that's hard. Oh. Oh, oh that's hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> your boner is harder. Wow, your balls are huge. Don't get me started on the immigrants. No, yep. I love all immigrants. You got something to tell us, Rob. People were absolutely no. pissing and taking shits inside. Inside what? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? <laughs> you know, jacked off the day before or jacked off earlier in the day reveals where my jizz goes. Oh, on your face. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. I have, like, low blood sunflower seed. (laughs) Vogella mozzarella stick in a condom. Listen, Filibante, you do not talk to my man like that. (laughs) I've seen him basically naked. He can't talk at all now. He's bedridden with COVID. (laughs) No poop. Said, I we need our money, okay? We need our billions. Uh, oh, it's kind of anti Semitic, that? that one. Sound like a Jewish impression. Let's see. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're jerking off. Gotta, gotta get that nut out. Okay, okay, calm down. <laughs> Being a man and going out for some dick. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've had one of those. Poops out of penis. Extra fat around your nipples. I've seen plenty of poles, all right? Wait, all that poop and cum. Poop on the screen. Oh, he is a pooper. I'm really good at uh, I'm 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 the rim goat. (laughs) There we go. That's That's my answer. You're going to see some dick. Damn, now I want barbecue. Listening to my sexy voice. Yes. Do you know what I can buy at marijuana? I don't know. I, I wanted to smoke pot. Uh, you don't want to be. You don't want to be splashing the gooch. I want to suck <laughs> on those two sits. If you're my sugar daddy, give me a call. <laughs> Sweaty nuts stuck to my thigh. Let me feel it in the back of my throat. Butt chin or like a testicle chin. <laughs> I, I'll take some testosterone. And like there were tube, tube titties. Oh, tube titties. <laughs> the ultimate Jew. You know what, Darren? <laughs> it sounds like you haven't had good watermelon. I think you meant to say watermelon there. Women, they hook up with like a young, a, a young, you know. <laughs> Sam Jesus, Jesus. That's it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Those were great. Those were really, really good. It's like 15 oh, minutes of drops. Jeez. It's great. Fantastic. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get to the uh, music break. Every week, we each pick a song and we add it to a Spotify playlist we call the RAPL Livecast Music Break. Just give a search, do Livecast Music Break. You can find it. And, you know, you can also find our podcast on Spotify. We're there. Uh, this week, I picked uh, a small band out of Sweden. You may have heard of them. They're called Dabba. 
And uh, I've been getting into ABBA recently because I was talking to one of the people from the band Nightclub, which I'm a big fan of, a dance, electropop dance group. And he was mentioning how he feels that ABBA is underrated and they have a lot of great songs and i've been listening and i gotta say he's right he is correct in fact uh this song gimme 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 a man after midnight uh the main kind of uh keyboard part was sampled by madonna uh for uh her song i forgot the name of the every little thing that you say hung up that's the song so it's it completely rips off uh this thing where it's like wow uh, but the song is much better, so that's my ABBA take. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, Sid, what did you pick? Uh, the band Drowning Man, Vermont mathcore, post-hardcore band, put out uh, band. their first new music in, like, what is it, 15 years or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put out a two-song EP, and it sounds great, so I picked the track entitled Navigating Grief and Loss in a Pre-Apocalyptic Landscape. It's a banger. I always well, viewed them sort of as like the poor man's converge or the converge less people had heard of. So I felt cool when I'd name drop them. They're really good. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I picked the Fleetwood Mac song Rhiannon because I had an email chain due to my umpiring uh, with someone, someone who is named Rhiannon. And a lot of oh. there was like a, a spate of people named Rhiannon when that song came out uh, that mm-hmm. are now probably 40. I don't know when that exactly came out, but Give or take. Uh, it just reminded me of a funny story, a very short story that uh, within the space of a week, I met two different people when I was like maybe in my 20s that were both named Rhiannon that were both <laughs> named after the song Oh wow! by their parents who were Fleetwood Mac fans. Uh, and I hadn't met another one since until just recently. I one of these people that works for these leagues, so I thought that was kind of funny. And also, it's a great song and great band. So Fleetwood Mac, everybody. And also, Sid mentioned uh, in the pre-show when we were trying to get organized uh, that he's the only one that that put anything remotely yeah. metal today. Yeah, very odd. Damn right. First, it's a first. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I should go back and change my song to Ace of Base. Mm. The poor man's Abba. Before before we wrap up, I just want to say RIP this week stands for really irritating pontificator. Mm. We know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I, of course, want to mention the top live cast fans of the week. And how how how, who is the top live cast fan of the week? the the top live cast fans of the week are indeed the fans that give us a little extra money on patreon <laughs> it's the ten dollar tier uh and uh you know you get all the perks of the five dollar tier the bonus episode sid's lovely tv column every week and you get a little shout out at the end of the show which is right now uh how should how, how should the shout outs be done as Bill Maher scolding us, or you're scolding the the people you're shouting out new rule eric you're a little too woke for me. And Benjamin, cancel culture is coming for you. And El Duderino, let me tell you, uh, uh, Kelly, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of it. And Dan R, we all know what the R stands for. Republican. Sam, I am. I am not laughing because I'm too stuck up. I'm a woke college student. I can't. I can't enjoy comedy. 
Mindy Mayer's Kippa. Uh-oh, watch out. Pretty soon you can't say Kippa anymore. And Jander, Jander, Jander. Massachusetts. Back in my day, we called it Massachusetts. <laughs> Cattle decaf. Whatever happened to two extra shots of espresso? This woke culture has gone mad. <laughs> Rob a vampiro. Vampire. You know, back in my day, vampires could just come. They could suck the blood out of women. Now, because of equality, equal rights, and woke culture, vampires can't even live anymore. They can't even suck blood. Like, what's going on in society? Hugo likes tacos. I, as a white man, can't even say tacos anymore. Woke culture's gone mad. <laughs> Lando Danks. Yeah, I smoke the dank reefer because I'm cool. I'm Bill Maher. I smoke weed and I hang out with prostitutes. What? LaCroix? I don't know about that. Corey and Scotty H, probably the only two people that still find my jokes funny because they haven't heard them for 30 years. <laughs> Doug Pigman, you are all men are pigs according to the woke left. <laughs> Douglas, who are you, Levison? I agree. And finally, hey, guys, it's Josh. <laughs> Those are our top live guests like of the week. Thanks for listening. We love you. We kiss you. And we'll be back next week. And I think we might have a special guest sitting in for the top of the show. You'll have to listen in next week to find out. We love you. I don't even know.